There's no better time to save on Tempur-Pedic than during Mattress Firm's Black Friday sale. For a limited time, save up to $600 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets. Plus, get $300 in bonus cash, good toward your choice of sleep accessories. No one has more Tempur-Pedic than Mattress Firm. So don't wait. Take home the most highly recommended bed in America. Feel the comfort of Tempur-Pedic yourself at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For all the details, visit mattressfirm.com slash Tempur-Pedic. Jesus is a heartbeat, the blood inside of the veins, the life inside of
Good afternoon, everyone. This is Reverend Dr. Donna Ganny, and you are here on, with us on Kingdom Empowerment, Inc. Radio. And I'm on, uh, I have with me right now the co-host, Minister Belinda McKenzie, and we're expected to be joined by Minister Gloria Vasquez here. And we are talking about Kingdom Mandate, Signs of the Last Days. And we're coming out of the book of Matthew 24. Of course, we'll be sharing some other scriptures with you as well because we know that there are a lot of scriptures that uh, pertain to the Great Tribulation, which is our topic for the day as Jesus describes it in the Holy Bible and uh, Matthew 24 and other places such as Revelations, Mark, and uh, the book of Daniel, and of course Luke, and and there's many of them that we will be talking about. And and of course it's going to take a lot of time for us to break down the Great Tribulation, so I hope that you will remain with us and stay uh, joined in as we talk again about um, Matthew 24, the Great Tribulation. God bless everyone. But before we start, we're going to open up in prayer and invite the presence of the Lord to be with us right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we bless you. And we ask, oh, Father, that you will come in and that you will uh, be upon our mind, be upon our spirit, be upon our soul, Father. We ask that we can come and unite with you as a whole vessel in Christ Jesus, and that you will come in and take full control of what we say, what we do, and I pray that you will impart uh, the word, the utterance from the Holy Ghost on the throne of our heart, O oh Father, that we will speak in uh, your will in the way that you would have us to uh, relate it to the body of Christ, O oh Lord, that they will come and they will know you as the one and true Lord and Savior, the King of Kings, the Ancient of Days, the one who has the key to all things. And we invite you in in this kingdom hour on the kingdom mandate. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, we thank uh, God for every great and wonderful things that he is doing. And I just want to announce and say uh, to everyone that is listening in all over the world, from Russia, from Malaysia, Japan, China, uh, America, uh, I, I'm really uh, so excited that you are uh coming in and listening to what we are discussing, Matthew 24, and we're talking about the signs of the last day where Jesus uh, was speaking in the Holy Bible. In particular, we're going to talk about the Great Tribulation, the Great Tribulation. Um, Last week, we disclosed that there are two different types of tribulations that uh, Jesus mentioned in the Bible where he starts out, and uh, so we're going to focus right now on the time of the Great Tribulation, where it is a period of God's wrath. Uh, It's also a time where Christ describes um, pressure, agony, and suffering in the earth. And so we're going to stay uh, honus in and stay focused on Matthew 24, verses 21 and 22 now. Um, so let me um, read here. Um, and I invite you to go back and to listen to the other episodes that we have done on this topic. There is some great information and, and kingdom insight that will help you to know what direction to take because we're not uh, bringing this to bring fear to anyone, but we are uh, bringing the 
the word of God in its context as the Lord would have us to give it so that you would know that there is a solution to bypassing these great tribulations, these things that are going on the earth in Christ Jesus. So in Matthew 24, verse 21, it says, For then shall be great tribulation, such as what as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no nor ever shall be. And except those days shall be shortened, there should be no flesh to be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Mm, bless the Lord for his word. Okay, so let's let's talk about uh, this great tribulation, and we're going to go through some scriptures. And I want to open up the... Um, Microphone to Minister Belinda. Can you um, please share what the Lord has showed you? It's for according to the Word of God about about what we may uh, experience from great tribulation. Well, it, it's uh, many things. I mean, you know, He says that there will be persecution, uh, uh, floods, famine, wars. Um, uh, fire, there's some things in there that says fire. When I searched up the other scriptures, you know, but there's going to be a great suffering on, on the land. Many things. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I agree. And we we all know that um, Jesus, is that he's going to let through uh, these, Several different events, and let's talk about the seven seals in Revelation 6, verses 1 through uh, 17, and then we're going to look at the seven trumpets as well, and we'll be going through some other scriptures as well, but let's look at Revelation uh, 1 through 17, Revelation 6, 1 through 17, and let's see what the Bible is saying about this release of these various events that are going to occur in the earth because I think it's so important for us to get a clear picture of what great uh, what these great tribulations will be and and the other thing is is that we want to take into consideration is is that again we we are not we as Christians we're not afraid of these events occurring because we're seeking the coming of our Lord and Savior and uh, our goal is to press unto the highest mark and highest calling in him. And we want to cling to him in this hour. So it's not something to be afraid of. It's something to embrace and know and that you can tell others that they will be uh, become aware and, and prayerfully that they will receive salvation in our Lord and Savior. So I want to read um, Revelation 6, and it says, And I saw... When the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard as it were were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering to conquer. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. There went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace 
from the earth. And that shall should kill one another, and there was given unto him a great sword. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts saying, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measure of barley for a penny. And see that thou hurt not thou oil and the wine. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of uh, the fourth beast saying, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. And the power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altars, altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season, and until their fellow servants also had their brethren that should be killed as thou were to be fulfilled. And I beheld, when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stores of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it rolled together in every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the king of the earth, the kings of the earth, and the great men and the rich men, and the chief captain, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Wow. And said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of the wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? There's a lot of things that's happening here But let's start from the beginning He said When I saw him the Lamb open one of the seals And I heard as it were the noise of thunder One of the four beasts saying Come and see And I saw and behold a white horse And he that sat on him had a bow And a, a crown was given unto him And he went forth conquering to conquer And when he had opened uh, let's stay with this first seal. Let's stay with the first seal. So he went conquering to conquer. Wow, that 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 sounds um, very serious to me. Um, what do you do? We have okay, Minister Belinda. Can you share your thoughts on that? Conquering to conquer. 
That means he's going to have power to conquer whatever God wants, you know, to control it, to take it, you know, and do the will of God. Conquering is possessing something, you know. It could be destroying, too. You know, you conquer, you take it over. God's going to give that uh, that beast, uh, not the beast, but I mean the one that opens up, tape, opens the seal, He's going to give him authority to conquer things. Yes, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Continue on. Mm-hmm. Nothing can, nothing can stop it. Nothing can control it. All, all power at that time. Well, he's doing it now. He has power and authority, but there's a difference. Mm-hmm. What he's going to allow to happen, and it's a. Uh, a difference because uh, he's going to have full control. So, so now, do you? Now, think, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, do you think that this is a time? I mean, because when you think about conquering, let's look at how David conquered uh, Goliath. You know, mm-hmm. um, after he finished, he cut his head off and you know threw it to the birds. He said, I will cut it off and feed it to the birds. And, you know, um, when we talk about conquering and pressing down on something, putting the pressure so much that, you know, I don't think anybody will be able to run and hide at that time. You know, there's many people thinking about, well, uh, we'll go to another planet. Do you think that those planets will be there or and God made the universe in the heavens. Mm-hmm. God made the universe in the heavens. Where are you going to go that you can't find God? Yeah, I totally agree with you. I don't. I don't think there will be an opportunity to run and hide um, from yeah. from the things that are going on when he breaks these seals and uh, you know the the um, various changes uh, going on in the earth so fast and so dramatically. Um, I don't think there's going to be an opportunity to uh, do anything, you know. I I just uh, think conquering to conquer, that means he means to put an end to something because it, conquering it, to conquer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, Revelations is the last, Revelations is the last uh, part of the Bible. That means he's given us some authority. But after that, when he comes with the seals, the seals be, are going to be open. There's, there's no, there's no more our free will. You know, there's mm-hmm. no more that we're going to have control of. It's going to be total control by what God says. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know the the you know many uh, theologians and and you know I I tend to agree with them with what what they say is that. You know, when their first uh, seal is broken, it's, it's the white horse, and um, the rider on the white horse is, is supposed to be the Antichrist. And uh, the Apostle Paul, you know, he kind of gives us a, a vivid picture of the coming of that of this rider before he comes uh, to who will happen. And so one of the things was, remember, the apostasy. We talked about that before, the falling away. And the the spiritual falling away, you know, the faith, uh, losing the faith. 
and not having that um, firmness to be able to speak against the thing as though that it were because of the fear of uh, being so oppressed or uh, the extreme pressure, even against the saints, because it's, mm-hmm. you know, when it gets to the point of hiding up on the uh, up under altar, um, hiding away from uh, what, who, when, where, and why, when, why, why, why does it get to that point? But even as talking about uh, the saints going up through this pressure at that time, and so um, the, it says it's like being intensified to the end of time. Um, so conquering to conquer, that means to, to uh, do some serious destruction in the mm-hmm. earth, I would say. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I'd say the same thing, and it's a stu- uh, destruction we've never seen. And if we tremble now at the things that we see, what would we do then? Yeah. You know, but you know, saying good. This, Go ahead, so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, when you, in Matthew, when he says tri- uh, tribulations uh, that we've never seen, mm-hmm. you know, this will be something we've never experienced, something we can't even comprehend. Mm-hmm. You know, if I've never had knowledge of it, I've never seen it. I won't, you know, it's something that I don't even understand at the time that it comes. Yeah. Because we, yeah. we may see destruction now. But it's not even going to compare to what that destruction will be in Revelations. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And you know, in in that same book where um, Paul is talking about in Second Thessalonians chapter two, is what I'm referring to. It's like he he brings out that um, the man of sin, which is the Antichrist. Um, anything that it's not like an individual because you know in the book of uh, the first John and uh, uh, two and three and and those areas begin to expose uh, the sinful natures of what is of the antichrist is totally opposite of something that has anything to do with um, or desires to have anything to do with Christ it says many antichrists with an S behind it so we're going to be dealing with more than just uh, one form of a individual that is out there as one antichrist, but we're dealing with uh, many antichrists um, according mm-hmm. to the word of God in this hour. And so uh, they will be wreaking on total destruction. E- everything that brings balance in the earth will begin to uh, reverse. And you talk about fairness and equity. You talk about uh, things that are, uh, you know, good for mankind. They will begin to have no relevance in, anymore in this particular time and this this uh, rule and reign. Because remember, the Antichrist does not want anything to be comfortable, and, and the Antichrist has no order. It's kind of anti. It's kind of chaotic um, because there's no balance. Uh, he he begins to remove the balance in the realm to shake the mind and the spirit of of individuals that would be normally walking in Christ. They will begin to question, but well, before. You know, God, he answered my prayer. He heard my call. And forgetting that when Jesus came, he wanted us to begin to do the same works that he were do- He was doing and, and, and um, you know, begin to uh, 
take that balance out and bring people back to a state of non-functional in the kingdom of God. Um, that that's that's uh, one of the ways that the Antichrist can work because he's he can't. You know, when he went after Job, let's let's think about how when he went after Job, you know, he went after the body. Because with Christ, he went after what? He went after the body. But he couldn't, he couldn't uh, have that access to the, the spirit that was in the body, but he wanted to come after the what? The body. So in order to uh, conquer um, this... Uh, uh, Antichrist uh, spirit that will assimilate into the earth, it it, it will want to conquer. Because remember, demonic forces, when you're talking about demonic realms and everything, a lot of times we try to equate this revelations into uh, a physical stance, but we're dealing with spiritual realms because Paul brought it out as well. He said, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and wicked places. And Jesus exposed it more than, uh, you know, when he was in the earth because none of the other major prophets except for Daniel, Daniel brought out the part about, you know, seeing uh, the prince of uh, Tyre and uh, the prince of Persia and, and Ezekiel. All of these things begin to come out. These princes of principalities of wickedness be, begin to be there. Uh, some of the word of God from those prophets and Isaiah from those prophets. You, you know, if you go into the scripture deeply, We'll begin to see the principalities of wickedness. So, uh, of course, we know principalities of wickedness, which have hierarchies upon hierarchies. Uh, is we dealing with a spiritual stance, although that it, it can also be perceived in the physical. And these type of uh, uh, entities, they they study. Uh, the children of God so much that, that they know, okay, their next projected move will be like this because the mind has already been programmed to move that way, okay, to, to, to dismantle it. I, I defrag it. I, I make mm-hmm. I give a while or a scheme that appears that what they are familiar with doing is not working, Okay. So I'm I'm going to stop there and I'm going to let you uh, begin to interject as as you as the Lord leads you. Well, it is. It's going to be a. a, a he said it in the further scriptures when you go down right behind it. He said beast. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a spirit. Mm-hmm. And authority that he's going to allow it to have. You know. Because God is the one that's saying, telling them to open up, you know, the seals. He's allowing this to happen and stuff. So uh, he's going to allow this to have full reign. If you've ever experienced an attack of a spirit or of the uh, the uh, spirit of the devil, mm-hmm. there's many assets that he does it with. You know, you see people, uh, it being attacked in the mind, you know, in their emotions, you know, in their uh, desires, all of those things. But the warfare can become even greater and deeper. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about Christians that are standing. 
and 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 experiencing this stuff. But the only way, the only reason why they're not overtaken is because they're under the blood. Right. What happens? This thing is mm-hmm. let loose. Mhm. You know, it's a. It's, he said, we've never seen it. Mm-hmm. All we can know is by this word right now, revelations. And the more we start reading it, you get begin to see a part because you don't. Unless the spirit gives the revelation, you can't comprehend it. But it it mm-hmm. it it's it's gonna be a lot. Yes. Yes, Lord. It's gonna have it's gonna have authority to conquer. To destroy. Right. Mhm. So it's and it's not by you know, it's by it's a and it's gonna have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. You know what he says, not by might, but by the spirit. But God's moving mm-hmm. aside. You know, God's moving aside. <laughs> he, he's loud the thing. Amen. Amen. And so... You know, further on, it goes down in uh, Revelation 6 when it's talking about, uh, again, the loosening of the the seals. It says that um, in verse 3, And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. And that they shall kill one another, and there was given unto him a great sword. Mm. You know, and there's so many. You know, Jesus talked about it himself about kingdom against kingdom and nation against nation, and taking. You know, so the peace is from from the earth is taken away. Peace from the earth is taken away. Um, do you? Can you, is the Lord showing you anywhere where you can perceive that some of these things may be happening even now? Yeah, you can see it in different countries. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, the wars and the destruction and the killing, the mass killings. You know, in the Cam- Cambodia, when all those killings took place, Mm-hmm. I mean, peace is not there where you can kill masses of people. <laughs> you know, you have just, just kill it, just kill it. We see it in, in different areas. You know, people mm-hmm. running and, and being killed, children being hung, just masses. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. whether it be in Mutilated, raped, uh, just mass killings. You look at United States, the lack of peace we got now. We got so much division. Yeah. Peace unites people, connects people. It brings a form of of unity and love and humanity. If you have eyes, you'll see it all over the world. The lack of humanity, the lack of peace, 
It's total chaos. People are not happy. People, there's more unhappiness. Gives you a feeling of well-being. You know, and you see so many people on uh, uh, one of these opium, these antidepressants. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, and it's getting worse. It's just getting worse. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You see people in the streets fighting, you know, all the fighting and the anger. Mm-hmm. Peace doesn't uh, bring anger. So when you take peace, it, like it says, uh, they'll be killing one another. They do it at them. And then yeah. you have nations, the United Nations, uh, they're oblivious to it. You know, they know what's going on, and uh, there's no care. Yeah. You can see it. That is right. And, um, you know, one of the things about this, too, when you look at it, because, you know, he said that, and they should kill one another. I I know that that in my time, you know, it was like um, if someone died, you you really felt it. You something wrong with it because you know it it was of importance. But now it's like um, we hear about death over and over again. We have uh, there's movies that are out there and 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 with people eating other people's brains, but it's a norm to some people. But to someone else that does not live in that existence or uh, adapt, haven't adapted to watching such movies, it would be an extreme, harsh event. But I believe people have become so sensitized or intertwined with these things and there's no 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 more stimulus there's no more uh feeling to oh someone died or uh, and 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 you know the to value life the value of life mm-hmm. is not the the grass uh even the very trees the the air that we breathe the water the uh, that exists um, there's no value to these things anymore because it's like the chase, the chase and the 304 uh, money. The, it doesn't matter that that's being destroyed. As long as I get money to um, to live or to buy my next item that I want to buy, it's like those things be, have become of no value. No, marriages have no value. The family structure no longer is aligned anymore, um, things are listening. And when you talk about taking peace away, you can see the effect of peace coming out um, and having no relevance anymore. People's minds have become sensitized. And it's, it's, it's similar to, 
You know, like in the Bible, when uh, you see that the Israelites would adapt to those environments that they were in, they forgot uh, about God, and they forgot about uh, they forgot about relationship and doing things the way He had given them. He had given them a, a kingdom mandate, an order that was going to give them life, and that was going to give them life more and abundantly. But they left. They seem to have left that pattern, that design that he he developed. Uh, the Lord had given them that was going to sustain them. And we can see now, even in the the, the church systems, the the various religious structures. You know, even in 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 uh, some structures that normally are more um, consistent and have certain patterns that they follow. They too have begun to start stepping away from that, you know. Um, yes. You know, and I, I'm I'm going to give you another example, okay? Because I've had Muslim friends, you know. They they normally they when when I knew Muslims that were very seriously sincere, the only, they didn't have any pictures on their walls because um, they wanted to reflect only thing to that they wanted to have homage or honor to would be something that of God. You know, so when I'm talking about even other religious systems moving away from uh, uh honoring what they would perceive to be following after God, even um we are moving away from those things. So we have to wonder, um you know, we have to take understanding of, of what what is drawing away from us away from this peace and the body of Christ, those that do know of the Lord and Savior as our, our you know, God is being Jesus is being our Lord and Savior and having access to um having that peace. Uh, what what do we do? I'm 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 saying this from time. Let's talk about the solution for this. For now, I know we're not going to be able to get through all of uh, this Revelation chapter 6, but we'll continue to pace and on aligning it to the Great Tribulation um, on the next sessions that we will have next Saturday, but we will be back at 11 a.m. next Saturday. But uh, let's talk about that. What can we, the body of Christ, do for ourselves and also to help others out there to keep that peace that peace that we need uh, to sustain us in this this hour, when in the in the great tribulations or in any uh, phases where we see that there's an abundance of chaos, there's an abundance of uh, problems, things just don't seem to be working out, people losing their jobs every day, catastrophic events. What can they do to keep that peace? For one, surrender their lives to God And then uh, follow his word His word gives you peace, you know Uh, Taking on the characteristics of Jesus, you know Uh, Keep anger from you You know, pray if you have anger in your heart Ask God to take it Uh, If you have all those things that he says You know, sin is a a, a place of torment And how can you help someone You have to help them by the spirit of God And where God mm-hmm. is There's no confusion You're bringing mm-hmm. the, the love of a God 
uh, you know, you're not uh, ha- bearing false witness against somebody. You're not lying on somebody. You're not trying mm-hmm. to take what belongs to them. You're, uh, if a person is torn down, you pray for them to be built up. You share yeah. the love of God. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if if a person is suffering, then you help them. You know, uh, uh, show them how to come to peace, how to yeah. walk in Christ, how to, you know, obtain these things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, but should we just walk around them and pretend like it doesn't exist? Um, which no. Is more... No. Okay. No. Okay. No. But in, you know, in, mm-hmm. in love, you, you know, you tell them, uh, well, you know, if God says you can have peace, and you don't have peace. Let's find out what's robbing it. What what's causing it? And they give yeah. them the word of God to show them how they can come out of that. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, there's a solution to everything you're going through. You know, right. if you're having a war in your mind, he said, casting down all those imaginations. So how do we do that? You know, yeah. that are not profitable. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm constantly thinking on the past, you know, and mm-hmm. past hurts, well, I'm not going to have peace. You sit for right. getting those things behind you. You got to mm-hmm. make peace with them. There's yeah. a lot yeah. to do, you know, to minister to someone and to help them. Sometimes oh, yeah. it's showing them the love of God. Uh, 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 I remember one time, Lord sent me to a lady. She was very depressed, and he gave me instructions, help her to clean the house. But as we cleaned the house, I encouraged her and told her about God and how God gave me peace and gave me strength. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it was, you know, when we completed it, she was overwhelmed with it. Yeah. But help well, her, she said, you know, I felt a peace from you, Sister Linda. I felt strength come from you. Well, he mm-hmm. says if we eat of the vine or the fruit of the vine, he said we can bear fruit. Yes, 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 Lord. You know, yes, I'm Lord. At the Lord's table, and I'm eating the things, and that means I'm going to sit down here at this table with his word. And, mm-hmm. and, and that he had prayed, and God giving me revelations, understanding what does what does peace mean by me? What do I say peace means? What does the love of God mean? Come a part of me. And then I can give something to somebody else. Mm-hmm. 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 And then, and, uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go no, ahead, no, no. Okay. Well, I, I, I was going to say yes, and I, I believe in order, we also need faith, and we need to believe that our Lord will give it to us. You see, because yeah. one of the one of the key things that you know it says that the apostasy. So maybe someone leaves um, church and and they're they're hurt, they have pain, and uh, they find it difficult to find their way back. But eventually, if if we don't, you know, if you don't get off into that fellowship or get off into a Bible place. Uh, a Bible-based teaching and where the Holy Ghost is flowing and uh, where, where the realness of God is coming out, um, we we can we can uh, die because iron sharpens iron. So we have to remain, 
we have to find those fellowships that that are really uh, breeding out the, or, or loosening out the context, uh, the full context of the Holy Bible, uh, to bring people to awareness what of what sin is. You know, um, we can be so we can be so sensitized to uh, and united with so many things that are not right that we lose the essence of what God's real real mandate is, his original order was. And we want, we may not even know it because if we never pick up the Bible, we need we need the word of God. Um Jesus is the word and word is spirit and it gives life. And so yes. in that the more we the more we eat and chew of it we're going to find that peace because the Lord is, whatever your situation is, there's a word for it. There's a guidance yep. for it. And it's going to realign you to a, a perfect path that's, that's going to lead yep. you into the eternal order of our Lord and Savior. And you will have peace. You will have that peace because he's with you in all things, all situations. He's abiding with you. He's sitting on the throne of your heart. And he's saying, my daughter or my son, uh, let me make it easy for you. Here's the answer. And the word of God just burps up into you, and it begins to overflow. And you got it, and you're like, oh, if I, if I only had taken time to talk to the Lord, it would have been peaceful. It would have been easy. It would have subsided. Um, but us leaving, us leaving um, the body of Christ, I, I think, you know, leaving each other and fellowshipping with each other uh, is a grave mistake because iron will sharpen iron. But you have to identify the place that's going to teach you the, the full Bible in its context without an agenda, but that one agenda of our Lord and Savior, the sovereign will of God. We need the sovereign will of God for our lives so that we will be able to be established in his covenant and in his will. And we want to know, we should want to know, being uh, that we say that we are Christians, we, we should want to know the, the word of God so that his love can be expressed in our lives. Because we fit off, we, we're like, oh, I am out there, but I want to get off in here. I want to be in your sovereign will with you, Father. And I want to align and I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want to wake up in the morning when I, w- I want to speak with you. I want to have that covenant relationship so that we don't die in the Amen. physical and that we don't die in the spiritual, that our soul is alive in Christ and not tied up with the soul ties of the world. That is going mm-hmm. to help us essentially. And, and remember, above all things, he says, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything yeah. will be added. What is that? Everything, your peace, your, your joy, your, your, what you need in that hour, uh, what, 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 your supply, uh, what is your supply needed in that hour? Let's look at Elijah. I think um, Elijah was running away from uh, Jezebel. And he said, to run off into a desert, it means that, you know, you, you are seriously trying to get away from something. And also to think about it, he, he, you might know that you, want, you, you might want to die. Because why would you go to a desert? You have anywhere else out there to go. Why are you running to a desert? 
where there's no food, there's no water, there's nothing. But, you know, in all of that, the Lord comes to him, and, and the Lord begins to feed him. The Lord the Lord gives him uh, bread. He makes him bread and give it to him to eat from. The Lord makes sure he has the water that is needed. So um, even in, in the storms of life, whatever your trouble is, he's going to be there with you. He's going to calm the storms of life, and he's going to pull you out of anywhere where you are sinking into darkness. He's going to drag you out of it. But we need Jesus Christ and all of this, and in order to get him, we must eat him. We must live with him. We must trust him. We must believe in him that he can do it. Now, a lot of people are saying relationships, we need relationships with others. We need relationships with others who are in Christ Jesus. We need relationships with others who are seeking uh, the Lord, who can sharpen, where we can have sharpen, arm sharpening and arm. Because if you uh, get to a place where you're being drained constantly, you, you have to revive. There must be a, a, a way that you're going to revive. And that's going to be with arm sharpening arm. Arm sharpening arm. Okay? So does, does it mean that you're not ministering to the other person that's ministering to Linda said? No, it means we are ministering, but we're also mining together and fellowshipping together where we can sharpen iron before we go out into the world to uh, teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes. Minister, you we have, have to get fed. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to get fed because when you go out and you, you're doing God's work, uh, you, that stuff comes out of you. So you got to go back and have something put back in you. You know, that's why he says, you know, the body of Christ, why he said a body. you got to get prayed for. you got to have prayer. you got to have word. you got to have revelation. you got to have uh, sight, people that can see spiritually. You know, and, and like she says, iron sharpens iron. You have mm-hmm. to have that, that, that counteraction. And then it has to be in the in the in the power of God, in the Word of God. You know, He said by the Spirit. That means that it's not just a black and white word. That word has to have the Spirit of God. I can read it, but if the Spirit of God does not give me understanding, I'm just reading. How can I have mm-hmm. authority if I have no understanding? You know, and, and, and so many mm-hmm. times people are falling. And they have the heart to want to do, and they feel inadequate because they're not getting that iron. They're not having iron sharpened iron. You know, it has to be true. You know, mm-hmm. having programs is fine, but if the program ain't rooted and grounded in God, y'all just assembling yourselves together, and nothing's coming out of there. Mm-hmm. And, and God and just I'll... yourselves mm-hmm. together. In him, yes. the sinner is him. In him, Ecclesia, yes. In him, yes. in him, yes. in worshiping him, and, yes. you know, so, and that's obedience unto him, sacrifice. Yes. Uh, and like you said, uh, uh, seeking the kingdom of God first. That's the first thing. You can't get, you, he didn't say, run after this, run after that. Then you're getting it. 
You don't yeah. have to put the kingdom first. You have to put the kingdom first. Everything that you want, anything that you want, if you're going to be strengthened, if you're going to have peace, it's not outside of God. It is inside yeah. of God. And the kingdom has to be the first priority because that's what he ordained. Seek ye the kingdom of, uh, of God first. And all mm-hmm. these things be added to you. Now, Minister Belinda, you've been in ministry for many years. I've been in ministry for many years. And one of the things that I see um, and hear a lot back, and that is, is that how can I do this? How can I remain faithful to God? Because a lot of people um, find it difficult to do that in this hour. And we know that also that um, in the times of... uh, uh, the, you know, the Israelites in the, the Old Testament, when they were coming through Exodus, there were times that they found it hard. Uh, there were times also, too, in many parts of the Bible where people found it hard. And, uh, you know, even to the point where he told Jeremiah, uh, uh, remove your girdle and, and go bury it and then bring it back out, <laughs> you know. So Isaiah, when in Isaiah chapter 6, when he gets closer to God, he realized that his mouth is filthy, it is dirty. And um, it's at a point now, do I continue on with my mouth being like that? Or, you know, I imagine there was many choices that was coming to mind, too, at that time. Uh, you know, do do we give up some of those? Do we, can we give up those old natures? And uh, can we, you know, and one of the, Three, some of the biggest areas where the enemy always get a lot of people, and that is gossip, uh, lying, uh, uh, sexual activity, uh, the things that we put into our uh, body. When I'm talking about that, I'm talking about every sense that we have active. Yeah. Um, yeah. That seems the biggest challenge, you know, because I, I – let's say – I'm not saying I do because I really that wouldn't entertain me. But uh, the, those reality shows, um, mm-hmm. I I don't know is Jerry Springer still out there or not. I don't know. But yeah, um, some people may find it difficult. Yeah, some people may find it difficult giving up some things where the the Holy Ghost can come in. You know, the Holy Ghost can come and feed them. And fill them up real well, you know, and move all of that that unclean clean uh, manna that comes in from darkness, dark patterns, and uh, dark systems that have been uh, set up in the world. So we have uh, now. Am I telling any, anyone uh, that God's going to judge you for watching the TV? I know, but what I'm saying is that. There's so many things out there that we have become so accustomed to, and Jesus said, "Don't look back. Don't don't return to that old nature." He said, in Revelations two, he said, uh, "Go back to your first love. What is your first love? Our first love should be Jesus Christ. Uh, our first love should be loving God, Abba Father, the one who Elohim He created us." But like I said, there's some things that people may find it hard to give up, 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 you know, some lifestyles they have become accustomed to, and they're asking, how can I do that? Because they feel like there's there's no way of getting past certain things. 
Now, like I said, you've been in ministry for years, and I know I've, I've faced many challenges along the way. Um, and and I had to lay down and pray and fast and uh, con- go through consecration and many things to bypass some things. But do, does it say that I'm I'm perfect? No, I'm learning every day. There's more things that I need to give up. Okay, and I'm mm-hmm. saying I'm, I'm striving for I'm striving for that perfection. I want the Lord to give me, let me know. Okay, this is not perfected. Uh, this is not. Uh, my will. This is not my way. Because uh, uh, Moses said, "Let me know that ways that I will find favor in your sight." Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want, I want to, I want that. I want to know, Lord, so that I can find favor in your sight. So, uh, how can we uh, stay balanced and strive for that? Because many people, I know, I know the answer, but I'm, I'm just let's talk about it. Let's discuss it because many people are having challenges out there. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say uh, some some of the things. It's uh, I used to watch Jerry Springer. I used to watch the Kardashians. I don't watch Jerry Springer. I can't even stand it now. I look at it and say, "Well, he used to watch that mess." And the Kardashians, I don't watch it. I think, well, "Why would you?" But the more you stay in God, the more you stay in prayer. And you begin to learn to have faith, you know, to trust God. I can't say this enough. Pray that God give you visions and dreams. There's such a power in dreams and, and visions, revelations, because God can show you things to where no man. Uh, fear of God is a powerful thing and a good thing. Because when God can show you where these things are going to take you to and what they're going to rob from you, and you can see it through the spirit of God. Because, see, it's a difference. When you look at your eye at it, you could say, mm-hmm. oh, I can handle this, and this ain't bad. But when he tears it down and he shows you what's behind them things, them demonic spirit, mm-hmm. you'll say, oh, my God, Lord, please, give mm-hmm. me away. Amen. Amen. To pray a different way, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, a lot of people are 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 have so much flesh, and so you have strongholds in flesh. In the mm-hmm. in the the stronghold is not in the uh, when I say in the in the inner man, the spirit mm-hmm. man. When when you're God is there, it's mm-hmm. more of the flesh. The outside that tries to hinder the enemy inside. So mm-hmm. when God gives you revelation, you know when you could see a a vine coming out of your mouth mm-hmm. the, and it's being pulled and it's so long, you know when God gives you revelation to let you know why do you pace? Why do you have to be driven? To run in the mm-hmm. street when it gets nighttime, you just have to go somewhere. I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you have a stronghold. This is a demonic mm-hmm. force that wants you to mm-hmm. run after something that's gonna bring nothing but destruction. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're crying yeah. because you keep going around in circles, and you're tired, and you're tired of going around in circles. And God says, unless this thing be broken. It's so strong in you. But see, when he shows you that it's coming out, Mm 
And then one day you wake up, and you sometimes you don't even realize it's gone. All of a sudden you'll notice, wait, I don't have that desire to run no more. I'm content to be at home. And if I go, I go with a purpose. That's God breaking strongholds, breaking your your pattern thought. And it, 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 there's a scripture that he used to give to me, learn of me, for my yoke is easy. I hated that scripture. Why? Because I had too much flesh. Your emotions can be a stronghold. But I feel this. I feel, I feel the enemy can come and press uh, triggers in you that will bring up this thought, bring up this emotion, and be, like, driven. But what I learned through revelation, because I was told, Sister Belinda, you're trying to do it yourself. I'm following God's word. He said this, 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 this. But see, I wasn't letting God do it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. If, I, you know. if I'm fighting a war in myself with God's word, I have no effect. Because you can't do it. He said, it's not my might, but by the spirit. I simply had to learn, let God do it. Mm-hmm. 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 And the more well, I learned, what the word says, and let God do it, I had peace. I didn't have to fight. Fighting means trusting God in whatever he says. I pray when I get an answer, I know it's done. Because God said this. Yes, yes. Then I understood. My goodness, Lord. You said learn of him. If you don't learn what the word of God says, and then like not a sin, iron shocked iron. You, if you're if you're not in a place yet to have that understanding, and a seasoned soldier has already traveled that road, that's iron shopping. Iron. They can tell you and give you the answer. Mm-hmm. This is how you overcome. Mhm. 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 So when you talk about. Um... You know, one of the things that I see is that um, the body of Christ um, is that we lack understanding. And you have to know yourself enough in order for you, because Paul talks about self-examination so that you will not become of a reprobate mind. Because the more that you commit acts uh, that are not pleasing to the Lord um, and you you feel like that you're getting away with it, and I got away with it before man, so eventually the devil begins to trick you and feed you with a lie to make you think you're okay. And um, God's going to, you know, the Bible says in, Re- in Romans chapter 1 that you eventually you can go off into a reprobate mind and and teach others also to do so. And, and, and we, if we take understanding of ourselves and understand what is our weaknesses, what is triggering us, what are causing yes. these things? Um, uh, and why Why did I let go? Why? What? What is it that caused me to let go and do this thing and I know that it's wrong? Uh, Paul talks about in Romans chapter 7 where there was struggle, but then he gets to a point that of saying in Romans chapter 8, he said, 
that once he started being led by the Spirit of God, I'm just putting it, placing it in layman's terms, and that's why I say it's so important to read the full scripture because some people just stop at one, leaving it that, oh, because God is, Jesus has done it, we're, we're fulfilled in it. No, he continues on and he talks about how we must be led by the Spirit of God. Led. And in led. He talks about how we we must walk by the Spirit of God. And yeah. those two scriptures, Romans 8, that's why it's so important to read the full context and understand what he is saying. Don't just accept because it sounds good when somebody tells you this, when you know the Lord has said before, these are acts that are abominable for before him. You must go yeah. and read the full context to take pure understanding of what the Lord would have meant that to be in his context and the truth and spirit, because these are the things that fool us. And this creates vain imaginations. Those vain imaginations is why he destroyed the earth with the flood and the water. If we increase, uh, if we magnify the kingdom of God, we magnify peace. We magnify joy. We magnify the wonderful, Things that God has for us, but when we begin to magnify the enemy and say, "I give up, I can't, I can't defeat this devil," when the Lord has already told us, "Move mountain, move," in Jesus' name, that's what we have to get to, and we have to go through. Jesus said, "This thing, some of these things that we're dealing with, he when he went when we go to even lay hands on people, he say, fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer." We have to activate those things in our lives, and we have to move on them so that we can overcome uh, some of these demonic forces. Because you can have people in the midst of you that are uh, telling you things that are not right. You know in your spirit because uh, of moral basis, out of morality even, you will know what is right and wrong. But when, when it comes to the things of God, you need to pick up this Holy Bible and begin to consume it and see the whole nature of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so that you can overcome because we are more than conquerors and we overcome by our testimonies and by the word of and the blood of the lamb will be our covering And we want to keep the blood of the lamb It has to land mm-hmm. on something that is connected with the father In order for it to purify mm-hmm. So we need it in our lives in this hour And I would say body of Christ uh, I'm speaking to myself I'm Miss Belinda speaking to herself We're not out here to judge anyone You can strive and overcome There was a day that I used to uh, uh, Do things that I don't do them no more Because that's my old nature My old Amen. nature was Now I'm in a new nature in Christ Jesus Amen. Moving forward Pressing on to the higher mark And to the higher calling of our Lord and Savior If we are seeking yeah. the things of God If we're seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness it is right there on the silver platter for us and he will give it to us. We need it in this hour. Body of Christ we need it for the world. We need to stimulate the world not to allow the world to stimulate us we need to stir up the world system and we need to uh, instead of allowing it to stimulate us we need to uh, stimulate uh, uh, the demonic forces and let them know we hey 
you have no control over my life. My Lord has told me if I speak to this mountain, it must move. If I reject you, you must flee. And we must stand on those things, stand on the word of God, and be faithful to the end. We have to stand in this hour in Jesus' mighty name. Minister Belinda, yeah. I'm going to let uh, you close us out um, with your final okay. words. And, and um, if you can share a prayer for the yeah. body of Christ. And yeah. remember, we're praying yeah. for a global, uh, we're praying for yeah. the whole world. We, we, want, we want everybody to receive and, and yeah. walk in the fullness of God. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Amen. Lord, I pray, God, for all those that are listening. And for all those that are struggling, God, that you help them. Give them the understanding how they can come out, Lord, Father. The simplest little thing, Lord, when you feel so little and and you feel like you're going to slip, ask God to tie you to the altar. Tie yourself. Ask God to tie him, you to him. God cannot let you go. You know, just take the song, Jesus Loves Me, that song the kids sing in in Sunday school and churches, Jesus loves me. Uh, I didn't grow up in church, so a lot of these songs I, I still don't know. Uh, I'm learning different songs, some I know. Uh, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Amen. It's a simple thing, but you have to remember that God loves you. And the greatest thing that you can remember is that his love is faithful. And even if you feel like you have, there's no hope. That's a lie from the pit of hell. As long as you can get your mouth open and say, God, help me, and then let him lead you, he will lead you from glory to glory to strength to strength. God is more than able. You have to remember that he is the God that made the heaven and the earth that he is the sovereign God, and it's not by your sight. So many of us fail because we keep looking at ourselves and our failures and our uh, insecurities and our lack. God does not do that. He said, if any man lack, ask the Father. So Mm -hmm. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that all that are discouraged will be encouraged by your word. Lord, for all of those that feel that they're losing strength, Lord, let them latch on to you and know that you are not a God that runs out of energy. For that energy rose Jesus from the cross. It rose the dead up, God. Lord, we come not as judgment, God, for you said there is but one, one judgment, and that is you. We come to encourage the body of Christ, but, God, we come in the reality and the truth of the word of God. Only hope that there is is in the whole fullness of that word. Lord, we praise you, almighty God, for all things, Lord. There's power in praise. Praise him at all times. Even when things are falling apart, lift your hands up to heaven and say, Lord, I shall praise you even in this. Father, we ask you, God, to open up the people's heart. Lord, we ask, God, that you toil the soil, God, and that the seed be planted in a good, that it will grow and multiply, Father. 
We ask you, Lord, Father, for those that are in prison, God. Father, to open up the doors, Lord. Those that are bound up, God, to deliver them off of the chains, Lord Jesus. And God, those that are brokenhearted, let them be mended according to thy word, Lord. But know that the source comes from heaven, from you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, Father, we encourage them to read your word. We encourage them to stand before you in prayer. He said, if I lack understanding, and God was able to give Solomon great wisdom, but without understanding, wisdom does nothing. So, Lord, let your people pray for understanding and wisdom, God. For, God, if they have the wisdom of you and the understanding, God, that you will bring them out of anything. Lord, Father, we ask, God, that they have clarity in the word of God. Father, that their eyes of, uh, of understanding be enlightened, God. We pray, God, every yoke will be broken. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we lift you up of the most high, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to take a few moments to say thank you again to all of those that are listen, listening to us throughout the world, uh, to all of our programs. We have many of them going throughout the week. So please chime in and listen to us uh, on um, KE, Kingdom Empowerment, Inc. Radio at blogtalkradio.com. And uh, just want to let you know that we do love you. Uh, we come here to speak and, and uh, share the con- full context of the Word of God so that we can all have clarity and understanding in Christ Jesus unto his sovereign will for us so that we will live and not die, but we will dwell in the living waters of our Lord and Savior, yes. and we will flourish in the greener pastures to come and uh, have that eternal life that has been given to us and inherited in Jesus' mighty name. And I I bless you all, and God bless you. May the uh, grace of our Lord and Savior be with you. May he empower and equip you for the days to come. Join us next week on the Kingdom Mandate at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. God bless you all. Yes. Amen. Amen.